I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Dirk with the back. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. This is Isaac Harris. I'm a contributor to Mavs.com. And uh, today I'm not joined by Nick Engstead uh, as he uh, gets the day off. And we're taking the day off from the game pod Friday, uh, something we started back doing this off season on Fridays. Because today I'm joined by a friend of mine, Jonathan Charks from The Ringer. Um, did y'all like the intro and welcome last few weeks ago Nick took a couple weeks off for vacation and I did my own intro I just said what up what up and I got tweets and dms about it saying I don't like the what up what up I want the and welcome that Nick says every single day because we are a daily Mavericks podcast and uh so anyway I tried it's not the same as Nick nothing will be the same as Nick but anyway yes today uh the rest of this podcast I'm joined by Jonathan Charks we talk about um what he's writing about the ringer right now, just uh, kind of a general NBA offseason, a few questions on that. And then we talk the rest of the podcast about the Mavericks, his thoughts on the new additions in Seth Curry and DeLon Wright and Luca and KP, uh, the potential of that duo and just the team in general uh, for the rest of the, the pod after that. I will say and give a disclaimer, we so we um, we try to meet up and have lunch uh, every now and then and. Uh, sometimes we do pods, sometimes we don't, and so this time uh, we decided to do a podcast, but we are obviously at a restaurant. There's not very many uh, quiet spaces at this restaurant where uh, time was not in our favor, so uh, we sat outside and recorded the podcast outside on this like patio, uh, so there is some music playing in the background. It's not ideal. I get that. I understand, but our voices are clearly um, stronger than the music. So it's just kind of, uh, it's weird having music in the background and audio. So it's not a super long podcast. I think we talked for, I guess what, I think right at 30 minutes. So, uh, that's, that's fine, but bear with me on the music. You don't have to blow up my Twitter and DMS and say there's music in the background. I get it. I understand, but, uh, hopefully our talk in our chat outweighs, uh, the distraction of the music. Uh, without further ado, here's uh, me and John talking about the maps. All right, I'm here with Jonathan Charks, my friend at a place that I've never been to before. Ten, what is it, 1050? 1050 Barbecue, 75 in Arapahoe. Hey, let's get some local ads on this podcast. Here we go. <laughs> we need 10, 1050 Barbecue to sponsor this podcast. but It's we, legit. Tell me it's not legit. It is really good. We just had some good barbecue. I had some burnt ends. You had some brisket. It was good. Yeah, I like french fries with barbecue. I'm kind of weird like that. French fries are good. I feel like people don't do that aside though, normally. I got mac and cheese, but french fries is fine with barbecue. It's yeah. not even weird like coleslaw. That's true. Coleslaw's trash. Um, anyway, yeah, obviously I'm joined with John today. Uh, we had lunch and we wanted to talk about, or actually I'm just making him talk about the maps uh, because it's the off season. And, but first, what have you, what's your summer been looking like? What, ever since the season ended, what's summer for John look like at the ringer? Oh, well, I mean, it's time off, 
I was just in Nashville for my uh, two-year anniversary. Mm. That was fun. And then we're going to Israel in September. I'm pumped for that, me and the wife. No way. Yeah. Her boss like does like guided tours of Israel, so we're going to go help him out. Oh I'm gosh. pumped. Now I'm super jealous. I didn't even know about this. We talked so much about random stuff at lunch that we didn't talk about Israel, and now I just want to quiz you for a whole podcast on Israel. But. Okay. Th- that's for the real head. <laughs> <laughs> so Ringer's going good with what, what's been – you're always writing about the league. What's been your favorite thing you've written about over the past month or so? I really enjoy it. I'm doing a series called The Rookie Curve, looking at like how each team, like the top five, and how their draft picks fit into their team this season and going forward. And that's really fun, like looking at like Atlanta and how does DeAndre Hunter fit and what's their plan around Trey Young. And I'm, that's a really fun team, man. That's going to be a fun ride for a long time, Mavs Hawks. Do you think they can use their money off season, next offseason to get anybody? Two offseasons from now. Next, okay, two offseasons. Two off-seasons. Then they're going to be Are a you a Giannis problem. believer in it for Atlanta? I Here's what I'm saying. Uh-oh. Atlanta's trying to be the next Golden State, right? Okay. Well, who's there like Kevin Durant in that scenario? There you go. Because so they could sign Giannis and someone else in two summers. That's how much capital they're going to have. So they have Trey Young, Herder, and John Collins, and that's their like Steph, Clay, and Draymond. DeAndre Hunter, Harrison Barnes. It's real deep, man. Bruno Fernando there's, is their uh, Festazili. Like their whole <laughs> roster is Warriors comps. It's crazy. Like they have a very specific plan they're doing. This is like Aldi brand Warriors. I'm telling you, <laughs> it really is. Okay, so you're writing that. Just the the crazy offseason in general. We've seen so much player movement. But it doesn't have to be a big name, but what was your, let's just start with favorite. What was your favorite move of the offseason? I guess if we're going to go, like, not the obvious Kawhi or KD, I loved what Denver did, getting Jeremy Grant. I thought that was genius. I think he's the perfect guy next to Jokic. You got to give athletes next to Nikola. And Grant's a crazy athlete. He's pretty skilled for his athletic ability. And I think playing with Jokic, going from playing with Westbrook to playing with Jokic, He's going to be a lot better next year. I love that. He's the long-term Millsap replacement. They just got him for nothing. Over Michael Porter Jr.? If that man plays basketball, I'll be impressed <laughs> at this point. Where, okay, where do, you see, where do you see Denver next year? Because oh, if you had to pick one team to finish the top of the West right now, is Denver um, close or? No, I'd pick the Clippers. I mean, okay. how could you not, right? Okay. I didn't know if the rest – thing for Kawhi and Paul George. I guess, are we talking playoffs, regular season? Regular season. Okay. Because, see, I think Denver will be in that top two, top three again, because I love the continuity part. The continuity is big, yeah. The Paul George injury thing scares me. That's for that's real. At the beginning, yeah. and then Kawhi setting down some. I still think they'll be like top two or three. Probably. I mean, I, I think though, I'm I'm still thinking it's some of the LA teams. So it's all said and done. Okay. If if he, if everyone's healthy, Lakers Clippers, I think top yeah. two. Best okay, so you love the Jeremy Grant move. What about least? What was your least favorite move? I mean, to me, the move was Milwaukee letting go of Brogdon. I thought that was crazy. Thank you. You've got Giannis for two years, or is it one? No, it's two years. Two years, yes. You got it all in. This is why you have a team when you have a superstar like this, to win a championship. You know, in like five million bucks. Yeah. Go all in on this team. That was crazy to me. That was purely money. That was dumb. I didn't understand it because, like, they tried to disguise it with saying, oh, we got some draft picks, you know, for Brogdon. It it's was like, who cares? You got Giannis in his prime. It's go time. Exactly. I well, think they, they, they kept Bledsoe over Brogdon. I think that could cost them a championship. I don't understand that. That was crazy to me. What world – what is Bledsoe better at than Brogdon? 
I mean, yeah. on-ball defense on 6-1 guys, I guess. Yeah. But he got benched in the playoffs with George Hill anyways. That's true. That's true. I think Wes will be good for Milwaukee for a minimum. If he buys in. <laughs> like, it's over for you, Wes. You're only shooting spot-up threes now. If he buys in. If he starts jumping into threes, forget about it. What about, buy in. what about Brogdon and Oladipo backcourt, though? I like that. Yeah. That's a perfect backcourt. I love that move. That was probably Indiana, I thought. Yeah. I thought once Indiana lost Bognatovich, I was scared. I'm like, man, they might go backwards now. Yeah. But getting Brogdon and... I love... I like Jeremy Lamb. That was a nice yeah. pickup. They got TJ Warren for free. For free. And, and I think they'll move one of their bigs eventually. I think yeah. they drafted Goga to eventually trade one of their bigs. Goga. That's who I... I don't, yeah. I don't know much about Goga. He's legit. Okay. Well. He's kind of like, he's like a mix of Vucevic and Nurkic, if that makes sense. Okay. He's very tough, but he's also very skilled. He can shoot it, too. He's a big yeah. guy can really shoot it. Okay. All right, well, that's enough league talk. Let's talk Mavs. This the real what, story here. This is the real story. This is league talk, Isaac. This is league talk. <laughs> this is league talk. Um, just general question at the beginning. Mavs summer. How, how did you feel going into it and then coming out of it? You obviously seeing the fan reaction. The fans were so mad coming out of it because it didn't meet, quote, expectations. But what's your feelings coming out of the summer now? I mean, I wanted – so, like, I'm coming out differently because I wanted Brogdon. That yes. was the guy I wanted. So, to me, I was never thinking they would get Kemba. I feel like if they got Kemba, it would have been a weird mix because him and Luca are both want to be the guy. Yeah. I think it made more sense – to me, this year is a transition year. You integrate KP back in the system, year two for Luka. I think unrealistic to be a 30-win team getting free agents. Yeah. Like, when does that happen? 30-win teams don't get star free agents, right? Even the Clippers won 48 games last year. The Nets went to the playoffs. you got to get to that 40-45 win mark for you to get free agency. So to me, getting DeLon Wright, getting Seth Curry, re-signing Maxi, Dwight, I don't know, but I love re-signing Maxi. Yeah. I thought those were great moves. I thought all the contracts that they actually handed out were great. Like, yeah. as far as, like, just value-wise. So it was Dwight, Maxi, Seth, So the, Yeah, the Dwight extension, Maxi and Dorian. Oh, Dorian, too, yeah. You know, that was a great value for him. Dorian's, like, $4 million yeah. a year. Maxi's, a, what, 8 or $9 million a year. Yeah. Um, and then both obviously set. Okay, so the new additions to the team. I guess we can throw... Let's just put Boban in a different category. Oh, yeah. And then I love Boban just for my own personal enjoyment. Yes. Like, I love watching that guy. It's awesome. How Will he get a standing ovation when he checks in the first time? No, but after he has, like, a 20-point game, he will. Yes. The, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's Boban will win you, like, five games a season. Just come off the bench and wrecking fools. Bobby and them at Mavs.com, if they don't have a podcast with Boban. They're crazy. They're before, missing a contest. It has to happen. They're crazy. Um, okay, so... Just focus on Seth and DeLon. Which one of those were your favorite of bringing it in? I love both. I mean, I love DeLon most because I feel like if you're going to have Luka, you've got to got have versatile defenders. Yeah. So, to me, that was a must, getting a versatile guy who can guard ones and twos. So, I just love the move on that. I always like DeLon Wright's game. Uh, that's a perfect signing next to Luka. If Rick calls you up today and says, John, who's our fifth starter? Who is it? Okay, so we're starting KP, Luca, DeLon, right? Yes, and Dwight. And Dwight. Um, I say that because I think they probably will for sure. I guess I would, I guess you start Dorian, but I might start Seth to say whatever. Really? I I, I, I get Seth. Well, you always want to go small. Yeah. I get Seth as like, 
I, you know what I would do? I would play KP and like Dorian, Luca, Delon, Seth. Go real small. Oh man. See, I, I'm even if it doesn't start, I would close with that. That's my closing okay. lineup. I think you gotta have Seth out there. He's their best shooter, right? Yeah. Who's the, who's after Seth? There's really no great knockdown shooters in that supporting cast. Like I want Seth to be a sixth man of the year this year. Yeah. That's I what possible. I and I hope he buys into that too. I think so. I mean, he was like the eighth man. I think he's really happy. He got eight million a year. Got his long term security. I think he's gonna be pumped. So no Justin Jackson. That's fine. I, I would I'd let him and Dorian fight for who can shoot more threes. Yeah. I let them compete for the job. That's fine. Yeah, I think there is a difference that because yeah, right now fans are trying to debate who's the fifth starter, but I think it's more important who's going to be the finishing lineup. Totally. I mean, KP it, will definitely be the five yeah. in that lineup. And you know, Rick Rick's not a bench guy that to like he'll play guys just like four minutes at a time lineups. He doesn't play lineups very long anyways. So yeah. It's going to be quick in and out the whole game. Yeah, that's my. Will Dorian Finney-Smith ever have his three-point knockdown shot? Just make Because, like, you got to have him for defense, yeah. right? I mean, you, Justin Jackson's not the defender that Dorian is, I guess. Yeah. And if you don't have Dorian out there, who's guarding? Is DeLon guarding your Kawhis of the world, Paul George, all those guys? That's why I'm saying I love the DeLon signing. He's going to have to do a lot of work on defense this year, man. He's going to have to do a whole lot of work. Yeah. So the, the potential of KP and Luka – are you trying to not get too excited about it, or do you look at it and say this could legit be one of the best duos in the league? I mean, the more I think about it, the more excited I'm getting. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous how well they fit together. Like, if you look at like the whole league, and you look at remember when they traded for KP, and everyone was like, "Oh man, they gave up so much." Compare what they traded for KP for the Anthony Davis trade, or yeah. the Paul George trade, and you got a guy who's younger who fits in perfectly with your star. And, like, AD LeBron might have two years for LeBron gets too old. Kawhi and Paul George might have two years for they leave. KD and, like, KP and Luke are locked in for, like, at least five. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's really exciting. See, nobody's talking about that point. And I honestly haven't thought about it comparing it to the Paul George and AD deals. Yeah. That, yeah, in hindsight, you're like, we didn't, I mean, we gave up a couple draft picks, but. Well, you gave up half as many. I think the Clippers gave up four on the first round picks, wow. plus swaps. Yes, plus swaps. And the Mavs gave up two. We were, on yesterday's pod, so on Wednesdays, we've been doing this what if Wednesday, and what if something didn't happen? What if we didn't get Luka yesterday, or on Wednesday's pod That's this past bleak, week? man. <laughs> we did what if we didn't trade for KP, and we looked at those four teams on his list when it first came yeah. out. What was, it was it? I forgot it was. It was like was. Miami, Toronto, the Clippers and the Nets, and we're trying to figure out like, okay, if the, if the Mavericks didn't trade for KP, what would the trade packages from some of those other teams look like? And I'm like, in hindsight, the Nets, if the Knicks would have did deals with the Nets, nah, they would never trade to KP in the city. Well, yeah, no I don't way. feel like there's no way that was pre Kyrie and pre KD to where if they if they were unsure about getting them. They could have paired KP with D'Angelo Russell. and See, but I feel like that list didn't matter because KP it took the yeah. money. They would have tried him wherever he wanted to yeah. go. Yeah. So, obviously, we're happy that... I mean, the Knicks, it's so crazy. Why couldn't they have waited till June to trade KP? What was the rush? It That's what I didn't get. It happened in, like, one day. Yeah. Because, like, it's it was the classic Mavs mistake where we're going to clear out the space for the guys to come. Like, the way the NBA works now, the guys come, then you clear the space. Yes. You got KP, he's movable, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You gotta wait for the people to tell you they want to come to you and then And not 
Maybe they set it in February. Wait till June until they're actually locked in on the decision. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you think if they had KP and those guys, they wouldn't get meetings? But they still got in the meetings. Yeah. Jalen Brunson, where does... What do you think of Brunson's rookie season and now going into year two? Do you think he is that full-time backup point guard? Is that his role in the league? Honestly, I, I think I could see him starting some places. Okay. I just I just don't know about him and Luca defensively. Yeah. But I think Jalen's gonna be a starting caliber point guard. I'm I'm a big fan. I think he he started off slow, but I think he really came on at the end of the season. I mean, he's such a smart player. The shot is there. The passing is there. He's how early? How I remember we had this conversation, but how early on did you think that Brunson could be a Dennis Smith Jr. replacement? <laughs> I think in like training camp, preseason, <laughs> I was watching game. I'm like, okay, Rick's gonna want this guy to play a lot more. Yeah. And like, I still like Dennis, but just like the way Rick likes basketball, it was obvious he was gonna go with that one stroke. Because you were the first person that like brought that idea up to me, and I'm like, holy crap, we haven't even seen like Brunson like two weeks into the league, and like second round pick, and then at, that conversation played in my head over and over again as the season went along. I'm like. Yeah. And I think it's, it was really as much about Rick as anything. We, we, we've all watched Rick long enough to know what he likes doesn't like. Yeah. You know. So what do you think the bench unit for this Mavs team? You have Maxi, You have Boban. Justin Jackson or Dorian. And then Brunson and Seth. Brunson right? and Seth. Backcourt. You think they'll be up to par or like what it has been in the past few I years? I mean, the question is, when does Berea come back? Yeah. If he comes back, how healthy can he be? What I'm worried about is Rick is going to give Berea so much rope. Yeah. But the guy's 30, what, 34, 35, 5, 10? Yeah. Coming That's off generous. An, coming off an Achilles tear. Like, I'm just worried Berea comes back and is not himself. And, like, I hate to say he's just a good player, but it's hard for me to have much faith he comes back now yeah. at this age. At his Will injury. the fan base and you be upset when he comes back and takes minutes from Brunson? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, if you look at the roster... To me, like, I just wonder, do they have enough perimeter length to be a playoff team defensively? Like, I think they'll score enough points with Seth. I guess Hardaway Jr., we forgot about him, too. I forget about We're him all the time. About him. Hey, those checks coming in, though, man. 18 million. <laughs> so you forgot about THJ, yeah. Do you I think just, they can make an Iguodala move? Or no? Do you think he's still Well, gonna... they can't trade any picks, right? No. A lot of picks to trade. For the most part, yeah. So unless Memphis is going to buy him out... Which they probably won't do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they will. I don't know. They can do some seconds. Well, then they just trade seconds for DeLon. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't trade up more picks for a guy on a one-year rental. Because to me, this year is about getting to 500. Yeah. Like, that's uh, my goal would be getting to 41 wins. I think that would be a great year. So, you're, yeah, so your measure of success this year is 500. 500. They I need that, to that's get to the 41. Floor. If so they get to that, that's good. Eight wins and eight win improvement. They won 33 last year, so yeah. plus eight wins. I think it would be a great year for them. Are the Especially Ma- given the West. West is tough. Yeah. So come March, are the Mavericks in the playoff hunt? That should be the goal. I, I Maybe. It just depends on the rest of the West, I think. Yeah. I think I think so. <clears throat> At least on the outside of it. Yeah. A lot of that obviously hinge, hinges on KP and Luka. But that's and, always. Every year, right? Every team. Yeah. Injuries. Load management for KP yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. What's what is the Mavs' next move? Somebody asked us this a while back, and they said, "All right, if KP and Luca are the dynamic duo that we all think they'll be, what's the next roster move, or is there one, or what's the next piece? Is it a another 
elite ball handler next to Luca? Is it a Draymond type at like the four? Is it a center to go next to Gampy? See, to me, I want to like a Jalen Brown type. I want a big perimeter wing who can be a secondary creator but can defend three or four positions. I want okay. a big athlete. That's yeah. what I want. So I think you got Luca. So you, you gotta you get want big the athletes. Wings. I want a big athletic wing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, really, the next move. The move is two years from now being good enough to get Giannis. That's the everyone. That's the move the whole league wants to make. I mean, Costas is gone now, so we have no shot. That's what I was kind of surprised, man. Let him hang around. I don't know. Maybe that would help. I mean, to me, like, I feel like you look at the league big picture. So it was LeBron 2010, LeBron 2014, Katie 2016, Kawhi 2019, Giannis 2021. The league resets every two, three years. Yeah. And, like, realistically, to win a championship, you got to have that number one big perimeter wing. Like, to me, Luka is the number two off a of superstar number one wing. Oh, really? Yeah. So you don't think Luka can be a one? I mean, I think he can be James Harden, but is yeah. James Harden going to win a championship? Probably not. That's true. Right? Huh. I mean, I think he can be, like, the best player on a championship team, but the odds yeah. are against him given the way the league is now. Can KP be that one? I, see, I think, ideally... You got Giannis as LeBron, Lucas Kyrie, KP as Kevin Love. I think that that team wins a championship. Yeah. I think they can be a top five team in the league, but when they play Giannis in the finals, who's guarding Giannis? Who's gonna guard Giannis? Yeah. Because Giannis can guard KP, but KP can't guard Giannis. That's for sure. Yeah. And Giannis can guard Luca. Luca can't guard Giannis either, right? That's my bi- that is my biggest scare with the team is right now Dorian is like our only guy to where. If you are going against a Paul George or something yeah. like that, you're gonna to have to throw Dorian out there to guard some of these guys. And, and I mean, what do you think about Justin Jackson? Can he? Be, how good can he be on this? See, that's the thing. It's like, do you want the the offense of Jackson or do you want the defense of Dorian? Which one do you want? I think I have the defense next to Luca. Yeah, you gotta have the defense. Which is which is better, Justin Jackson's defense or Dorian's outside shooting? I think, given the the nature of this team, we need the Smith way, man. You're the, you're the Dorian Whisperer over here. Hashtag Get the Smith way. The Smith way, man. Okay, so the West in general, what if we have to pick the top eight teams right now? All right, let me get a let me get a let's get some standings out here. So don't forget anybody. All right, so are you a believer in the Warriors still? Yeah, I, th- I think so. See, because I th- I feel like I'm higher on the Warriors than a lot of people because some people are predicting them as like not a playoff team and I, I think they're a playoff team. No. To me, you still got Seth, you got Steph, you still got Draymond. Yeah. I think D'Angelo have a good year. I think people are underestimating how much better Steph and Draymond can make players. Yeah. Steph, like, anybody plays Steph's going to be good offensively because Steph requires like three guys to guard him. Yeah. I think Draymond will have a bounce back here. And then they have... I think their depth is better. They made a lot of smart little moves. They got like Alec Burks. Yeah. I think Collie's sounded good for them. I think they'll be a top four, top five team. Still. People forget about that Burks move because, you know, he backed out of that OKC yeah. deal. and That's a nice move for them. Yeah. To me, I think I think there's like five or six really good teams. So it's um, the LA teams, Golden State, Houston, Utah, Denver. I think those six are really good. Okay. So you would probably lock those in. I think so, yeah. After that, you're looking at Portland. Ooh, so you wouldn't put Portland in that top group? I think they'd be seven. But John, they're a Western Conference Finals team. Who did they beat? They beat. Uh, in the second, Denver. Yeah, 
I still I still think Denver's better. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> um, and then after that, you have like Portland, San Antonio. I could see New Orleans getting up in there. How how hyped are you for Dejounte Murray and Derek White backcourt? See, I'm curious about that. How does it work with Demar Derozan? Because Derozan ran point for them last year, right? And, and even in Toronto, he played off Lowry. Lowry's a good shooter. Yeah. How is I think that's the question, San Antonio. How does DeRozan Dejounte fit? And even Derek White's only an average shooter. He's not a great shooter. Yeah. I love Dejounte Murray. I was all about him. See, to me, at some point, you probably got to move off Derozan and go with Dejounte. Yeah. Because I'm not sure they both can make sense. I keep on waiting for them to trade Derozan. I just don't know who who'll take him at this point or who. Someone would. The yeah. Lakers, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. The Spurs, I that Spurs trade him. I don't know. Uh, Minnesota, they'll be down probably. I think Cal have a big year, but the rest of their talent's not very great. Yeah. Um, I think the only bad teams in the West are going to be Phoenix and Memphis again. Yeah. But you'll turn on a Memphis game, right, and watch of it? Of course. I, I'm, I'm doing a big thing on Jaron Jackson, man. That dude's crazy. How good he is. Yes. Oh, speaking crazy. of Memphis. Guys, you're listening to two of the biggest Brandon Clark fans right here. Oh, my here. gosh. <laughs> him and Jaron... Crazy. Man. When I said I said on our podcast a while back, I said that I would take if I was Dallas and I landed in the top four. I said that I said yeah, I would take Clark yeah. over RJ Barrett. I'm and with like it. I'm with fans it. are tweeting at me like you're so stupid, and like I'm like, dude, I just Brandon. Hey, that's Clark. why you have a popular podcast with all this brand new equipment. <laughs> Takes like that. Love it. Brand new equipment with country music in the background. Sorry for all the uh, music in the background, but this is what you have to get today. Um, uh. But yeah, I said the other day I said Memphis was one of my league pass teams, and Nick was like, "Well, they're gonna suck. They're gonna like lose a lot." I'm like, "Yeah, but I gotta see what John Morant, Jackson, and Brandon Clark do." Yeah, to me, I'm all about like my league pass teams. I like watching young guys. Yeah. So like, I, I watched a lot of like Orlando last year. I like Jonathan Isaac. So yeah, I'll watch Memphis. Um, any, have you started doing anything for the upcoming draft? Next no, year? not really. I'm not on it yet. Okay. I don't know much about. Them. Yeah, I don't know a ton about it. Besides, I love the Tar Heels, so I'm excited for Cole, Cole Anthony. Anthony yeah. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for Lam- I want to see LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton in Australia. That's true. That's going to be crazy. Are they both in Australia? New Zealand, yeah. Dang. They're going to play four times this year. They'll play against you there yeah, four yeah. times. That'll be Dang. fun. That'll be the highest rating. RJ Hampton, that's a Dallas kid, little alone. Yeah. I know, that was, like, legit. That's close to Plano, so. I remember we had, yeah, there were some high school students I was talking back last year, and they were talking about this RJ Hampton guy. Yeah. And, I was like, okay. He got the bag, man, went overseas. Hopefully it works out better than Moutier did. <laughs> Hopefully it works out better for him. Moutier. Uh, so Dallas, you think they'll be fighting for the eighth seed, I guess, Yeah, I maybe? think so. I think 9-10, probably. 8-9-10, yeah. somewhere through there. Pelicans up through there. How, Zion, how confident are you that Zion, because I want to see how much we differ on the Zion rookie season. Because... I'm in the camp the way I don't think he's a lock for rookie of the year. I don't think he comes in and just absolutely kills it. I think it's going to take him a little bit of time. But do you think he steps on the court and is like LeBron type of impact? No. I mean, look at the team he's on. Yeah. So, Drew Holiday, all-star point guard. J.J. Redick had the best year of his career last year. You got Brandon Ingham playing for a new contract. You got Derek Favors playing for a new contract. You got Lonzo Ball on the team. The team is deep. A lot of veterans. Zion's not getting the ball much in that team, right? Yeah. There's just no way. Like, I, I did an article, like, Drew Holiday, Redick, Brandon Ingram, all coming off career-high points per game. They're not 
trying to play back to a rookie. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So he's going to play off those guys. I mean, I think he'll be fine. He'll be really good. I think he'll have a rookie year kind of like SGA did in the Clippers last okay. year. Okay. So where he's a defensive guy. Zion's good on defense. That's underrated about him. He's a good defender. He'll be a defensive player, smart player. Yeah. <laughs> That's huge. And he'll just get up his points like off like energy hustle garbage plays. But like LeBron came in on a 15-win team. This team he's Zion's on is like a 40-45 win team. Yeah. So I don't have the same kind of impacts and kind of roll. I like their Derek Favors pickup. That was a smart move for nothing, basically. Yeah. And uh, Jackson Hayes, I think, is a solid team. He had a monster dunk. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it in Summer League. That was insane. Yeah. I was there for that one. It was ridiculous. Yeah, any Summer League take- takeaways? Any um, people that stood out that you're like, hey, they stood out a little bit more than I thought they would? I really, I, I guess I like, well, my rule of Summer League, if I already agree with it, then it means something. Yeah. If I don't, that's just Summer League. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it it's two weeks of confirmation bias. Yes. So I will say something I liked a lot was Mikhail Alexander Walker. Okay. Tech. He looks really good in some way. Okay. Um, any of the Mavs guys that you have any opinion on? I kind of like Costas at Summer League. I was surprised they cut him. Really? See, I thought I he had some good he moves. Impro- I didn't think he improved hardly at all. Maybe not, but like he did a Euro step and he hit a three. He, okay, I do remember him doing the Euro. I was step. like, I don't know he could do that. <laughs> See, I had no knowledge of cost coming into it, so I was impressed he could play basketball. Um, yeah, Josh Reeves could be. Josh Reeves is your classic three and D can shoot threes. Yeah. Josh Reeves like a he's like a smart Dorian Finney-Smith, but he's way more skilled. Yeah. If he can shoot threes, he'll be a player for sure. Okay. You like Roby at all? I, my thing with Roby, I wonder what's his role. Yeah. Like, he does a lot of things kind of okay, but what's his, like, he's not a great shooter, not, doesn't have great size, not a shot creator, not a passer. What's his thing he does to get minutes in Dallas? I don't see what his role is. It's kind of like Dwight Powell? He's not as athletic as Dwight Powell. Like, what do you do well? Not as big either. That's true. Dwight, I mean, and Dwight, like, they found a role for Dwight. Dwight's an yeah. elite role, man. I don't know if Roby's in that level. Yeah. But Roby's probably, like, at a more wider variety. Roby has, I think, a wider range of skills than Dwight, but like when you're a seventh, eighth, ninth man, it's about having that one skill. That's your specialty. We had Antonius Cleveland on this pod a few weeks ago. And, Is he on two way now? Yeah, two way. Yeah. See, I like him a lot. Can he shoot? Same thing with Josh Reeves. Can he shoot? Yeah, that's the key to it. All right, so Mavs fans heading into the season, what's their. What, what should they be holding their hanging their hat on this season as far as coming to every game, getting high? How is this season different than the past season outside of just KP, the addition of KP? I mean, year two of Luka, man. Yeah. Year, year two of Luka, year one of KP. Like, it's been a rough, what, seven years for the Mavs since the yes. championship? This is by far the most. The one good year they had was year when they brought in Parsons and Monte. They traded for Rondo. Yeah. And they got a Tyson back. I mean, this is the most fun team's been in a decade. Like, you're gonna watch Luca every night, KP every night. That's crazy. Level of skill. I mean, that's all you gotta. That's all you gotta say. Are you buying the lean Luca or swole Porzingis? I'll buy it in training camp. I see it. I hope so. I hope it's real. You see, know? that's that's my thing. Is like, hey, cool pictures, but let's see him on media day and see like. Yeah. I'm not on Instagram. So I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, that, you're barely on Twitter. Exists. Yeah, it doesn't exist to me. Instagram. All right, John. It's been real. I kept you too long. We're still in the hot. Listen to music. Well, we got outside. some nice fans out here. Yeah. Too bad. Fans ain't too bad, but I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. You got anything coming up on the ringer that we should be looking out for? Nah, man. I'm on vacation, man. I'm chilling. <laughs> All right. Have fun in Israel. Peace cool, out. Man.